Hello, how you doing again? Welcome to another edition of the While You're Single podcast. We're glad that you joined us again this week, and I hope that the past episodes have been a blessing. A few months back, my wife and I were going to church. We're going for uh, a morning service, and uh, on our way to church, we got into um, the church building, and we were approaching the sanctuary. And uh, on our way there, my wife decided to go to the bookstore. The reason was because a few months prior to that day, uh, we had had a guest pastor come to our church to speak, and uh, he shared some things that we uh, wanted to get more information about. We were uh, fascinated and informed by his message, and we wanted to get copies of the message. So she went to the bookstore. She told me she was going to the bookstore to get the message. She wanted to get as well. She wanted to also get a copy of the message for her family members as well. So I told her it was a good idea, and I told her to get for me as well, and I told her uh, six copies, three for me and three for her. When I mentioned that, she looked at me like she had this expression on her face that suggested to me that she did not understand what I told her. So I said, yeah, you know, like 8.30 service because our church has a number of services. And I was referring to the Saturday night service, the early Sunday morning service, and the 11 o'clock service, all services that this guest pastor had spoken in. So I figured she understood what I meant when I said three for her, meaning three of each service for me and for her and her family as well. I wasn't really sure how many she wanted to get for her family, but I assumed that she was going to get three as well, each message representing each of the services I mentioned. Though I never mentioned those services, I just said, you know, like a 30, 11 o'clock service and something like that. Then my wife responded by saying, now that you put it that way, I understand what you mean. When she said that, I figured she understood what I said. So I was happy and we parted ways. She went to the bookstore and I went to the service to find us a seat. And uh, I sat down. A few minutes later, my wife came, you know, and uh, she joined me and she extended to me a CD. She extended to me one CD while she held another one for herself. Now it was my turn to have that funny looking expression on my face. And funny enough, by default, I have an expression on my face that is often misconstrued as me being upset. More often than not, that's not the case. It's just a bad expression that over the years I've been trying to change. But this time around, I really had an expression that meant I just thought <laughs> I said three for me and three for you. I was just trying to figure everything out in my head. And my wife noticed that, okay, something is off. And I explained that I meant one for the Saturday night service, one for the early morning service on Sunday, as well as one for the later Sunday service. That's what I meant by three CDs for me. And I assumed she was going to get as much for her family as well. To cut a long story short, my wife could sense the disappointment in my, in my face and she was frustrated and she began to cry right there in church. She began to cry and I'm like, oh man, now I've messed up. All because of miscommunication. 
So I reached out to my wife and apologized and embraced her and apologized for not communicating clearly to her. And after the service, we talked about it a little bit more and we got that resolved. Hope you can tell that today I want to talk about communication breakdowns. We have communication breakdowns in relationships. A lot of relationship consultants and therapists and experts often say that communication is often considered the number one reason why relationships don't work. Communication is critical in the success of a relationship. Too many relationships go south just because of miscommunication. A lot of relationships that should start and perhaps may have gone somewhere don't because of miscommunication. I love the way my wife often talks about the breakdowns in communication. She has this phrase that she often uses to to describe relationship breakdowns. Every once in a while, she may have a misunderstanding with someone and she often says, you know what, it's probably because of no communication, a lack of communication, and miscommunication. No communication, a lack of communication, or miscommunication. By no communication, nothing was said. A lot of times we expect things from people when we have not communicated those things to them. We just assume that they know what we want from them. No communication. Nothing was said. A lack of communication means something was said, but not enough was said. Case in point, my lack of communication with my wife. I said three for me, three for her. I didn't give her any more details. I did not expantiate. I did not break it down. I did not explain what I meant. I assumed she knew what I meant. And in the words of Henry Winkler, assumptions are the termites of relationships. A lack of communication is when something was said, but not enough was said. There were a lot of holes in what was said and what happens when you give someone or when you communicate to somebody and you do not give them everything they need to hear to properly respond to what you're telling them, they fill in the details themselves based on their assumptions, and now we get in trouble. Miscommunication, I like to describe miscommunication as missed communication, a communication that is missed. Miscommunication means something was said, but something else was heard. Something was said, but something else was received. You tell somebody one thing, but they think you told them something else. A lot of times this has to do with what I'm about to share right now. Perhaps you've heard people say, we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. We don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. In other words, How you see something is often determined by how you think about the situation or your perception about the situation. I believe the same is true in communication. We don't say things as they are. 
we say things as we are. In other words, what you hear is determined by how you hear. And how you hear is determined by how you are. Let me say that again. What you hear is determined by how you hear. And how you hear is determined by how you are. By how you are, I mean how you feel at that point in time. What you're feeling about the person communicating to you. When I was much younger, I often heard this phrase. My dad had said this to me a few times. He said, if you don't like the math teacher, you're not going to pass math. If you don't like the math teacher, you're not going to pass math. And that's true for some people who did not do well in math. Sometimes it's not the math that's the problem, it's the teacher. So the issue wasn't the teaching, but the teacher. And that's true of any kind of teaching, really. A lot of times people don't receive or understand anything because of the person who is conveying the information. In other words, we filter the message through the messenger. So if we don't like the messenger, a lot of times we don't, we don't receive or understand or comprehend the message. The same is true in communication. How you feel about something often clouds what the individual is sharing with you. How you feel about a person sometimes clouds what the person is telling you. How you feel about a, a concept, about a situation, about a scenario can cloud what you're hearing. That's why scripture says in Titus chapter 1 verse 15, to the pure, all things are pure. But to the defiled, nothing is pure. They see things as corrupted. But the corruption is not so much in what they see or what they hear, but it's in themselves. And that taints what they hear. It taints what they see. So that lets us know that for us to have clear and concise and healthy communication with others, it's in our best interest to ensure that we have our hearts right. We have to ensure that our hearts are right because that puts us in the proper state of mind to receive clear communication. Let me give an example of this. A few years back, I was teaching a class and uh, I was teaching a young adult class and uh, I was part of a group of ministers that taught in this class and um, oftentimes when I came to the class I often you know walked around to say hi to different uh, attendees I often went say hello hi how you doing and just walk away and uh, in addition to that I also reached out to the sound crew actually there was a guy who was doing sound for the class the sound booth was at the back of the class and kind of toward the corner so it was a little distance from where the seats were in the class. The sound booth was in the class, just a little bit behind and to a corner. I often went there to say hi and to acknowledge the sound people. I felt it was necessary not just to um, enjoy their service of serving us and ensuring that the sound went right. I just felt it was necessary to, to acknowledge them and to let them know that we see you guys and we appreciate what you guys are doing. So 
my gesture to go to the booth was just to say hi and hello and thank you for your help and stuff like that. And everything was cool. Every once in a while, the sound guy, his wife will join him and, and, and as a, as a, to support him and just be there with him. And uh, so consequently, uh, frequently, I will see just her and I'll approach her and then say, hi, hello, how you doing? And things like that. On this particular day, um, the sound guy, uh, he motioned to me at the back of the class and uh, he wanted to talk to me. So uh, I went to the back of the class and uh, his wife was present as well. And it turned out that um, it wasn't him that wanted to talk to me. He, It was his wife. And so I came and his wife, um, in not so many words, told me that uh, um, she didn't like me coming back there to the booth. And she felt like I was invading her space. Whoa. You know, I was shocked, but I kept my cool because of what I'm sharing with you. How you are determines what you hear. I didn't get mad. I didn't get upset. Rather, I went straight to James 119. Be slow to speak and swift to hear which is another valid principle to have in mind to ensure proper communication. Be slow to speak and swift to hear. So I kept my cool and I apologized because I understood that perhaps even though she misconstrued what I was communicating when I came back there to say hi to her and her husband, the fact of the matter is something happened to her or to somebody that she knew that gave her the impression that when I was coming back there, I was up to no good. That's a classic example of miscommunication. I'm coming back there and in my mind, I'm communicating that, hey, we see you guys. We just want to say thank you. We appreciate you. But what she was hearing, what she was receiving was this guy is a creep. He's trying to do some hanky-panky, and we're not having it. That's a classic example of missed communication. Something was said, me saying, hi, how you doing? We appreciate you guys. We acknowledge you. But what she heard was, I was up to no good. Another example of miscommunication is the guy that feels that if a lady approaches him, acknowledges him, compliments him. It means she is interested in him. It means she wants to go out with him. It means she is crazy in love with him. Well, every once in a while, that might be true, but that's not always the case. But some guys have that mindset. Consequently, many a man has been disappointed upset, ticked off, and mad at some women who do that. Could it be that the lady in question is just outgoing and very friendly? If a guy comes up to me and says, oh man, Tokes, check this out. This girl is digging me out, man. She's checking me out. I'm, the first thing I'm going to say is first and foremost, is she outgoing? Does she have an outgoing personality? Does she chit-chat a lot? Is she a chatterbox? Does she, does she talk a lot? Is she friendly? That's number one. Number two, does she do this to other guys as well? If the answer is yes on both counts, then I will caution you, slow down. She might not be digging you. It might just be her personality. 
But here you can see the missed communication. She is just being herself, being friendly, saying, hi, how you doing? I like your shirt. And that's it. You are saying because of your perception, I'm feeling like any girl who does that is checking me out. Therefore, from that frame of reference, when a girl approaches him like that, he feels that she's digging him and that's not what she's saying. Consequently, we have miscommunication. There's miscommunication and there's anger and there's guys getting upset and mad about how women are flirting and they're fake and all that kind of stuff and it gets us into trouble but we need to understand these little things about relationships that can get us in trouble so what can we do to better understand and better communicate with each other find out next week in the while you're single podcast thank you for listening thank you for listening to the while you are single podcast we hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out O.J. Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtooksministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.